Hey guys, and welcome to season two, episode five of Business Shit. I'm your host, Mimi G, and today's topic is I don't feel worthy. So I actually had another episode planned for today, but something I said in last week's episode triggered a question that was sent to me. So in last week's episode, I talked about a bunch of stuff, but one of the questions in that episode was whether or not I thought this person needed a formal fashion degree to pursue her dream as a shoe designer. And I said, no. And I made a slight joke about, well, not really, it's just the truth that I didn't even graduate high school. And, um, my point in, in that, in that statement was that what we consider to be traditional education, it has changed. And that before, um, you know, generations ago, going to college and pursuing a degree was the goal. Now things are different, right? Um, now we have education in so many different forms, and that's a beautiful thing. Now, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, there are obviously degrees that you need. There are different biz- businesses or careers that you choose to take that, that require different things. But if you're a creative person, if you have a dream to do something that you couldn't afford to go to uh, a college uh, or a design school to do, but you have self-taught yourself and you have gotten to a place where you have learned enough that now you feel that you can teach other people, um, you should be able to do that without feeling like you're not enough, you're not worthy. And I think that's where the question came in from because part of that is that we have the benefit of learning so many different things in so many different places. I can go on YouTube, I can Google, I can sign up for an online course and learn just about anything that I want to learn um, to a degree, of course, obviously. When people, when people send me questions about something that I've said and I'm like, listen to the entire episode. I'm not telling you to go tell your kids they don't need to go to college. If your kids want to go to college, fantastic. If you want to go to college, fantastic. If you want to do whatever it is you want to do, fantastic. Not everybody wants to do that. And more importantly, not everybody can afford to do that. So my point in saying that is that you can do whatever it is that you want to do. You can follow whatever career path you want to follow. And you don't necessarily have to do it the way everybody has always thought that you needed to do it. So one of the questions that came in from that episode was, um, she wrote, "Um, I have a a request. I also don't have a formal education, but can you please share with us how to deal with imposter syndrome? It's getting to a point where I'm turning down amazing opportunities because I feel like a fraud, even though I have experience, but no papers. That was such a good question to me because it brought up so, so much shit that I feel that I can directly relate to. And this is a big issue for a lot of people and nobody really ever talks about it. So I thought it was important for me to address it, especially because it's sort of on the tail end of last week's episode. And so I figured you can go back, listen to that, and then come back and listen to this if you missed it. Um, You know, for me, Imposter syndrome uh, or feeling like a, like a fraud, right, comes from feeling like you don't have enough um, accolades or education or experience 
to be doing what it is that you're doing. I have suffered with that on and off since I started doing, doing this and my blog became popular. Because what happens is you start to feel like, you, you start to feel pressure, right? So the pressure comes from yourself. The pressure comes from you feeling like, how am I teaching people to do something? Or how am I doing this business or creating this business? And I didn't go to college. I never went to design school. I didn't take a formal pattern making course or business course. How am I telling other people how to run a business? And I've never gone to business school. Or I've never, I didn't even graduate high school, like I said in last week's episode. And what happens is because my growth happened so quickly that I almost didn't even have a chance, right? I almost didn't even have a chance to catch up to that shit. And, and because of that, I just sort of kept moving. I kept moving forward and forward and forward. And, you know, as I was teaching, I was learning, right? If somebody tells you that they know everything that there is to know about whatever field that they're in, they're full of shit. I don't know everything that I need to know, even about sewing. There's things about sewing that I learn from other people all the time. I'll be like, oh shit, how come I didn't even think about that? Oh wow, I've never even seen that done. Like, it's not even possible for you to know everything about everything. And that's okay. And so I thought in this episode that I would talk a little bit about how to get over and how to get over it, how to deal with those feelings, because it may not be in a grand scale, right? You might not feel um, like a like a total fraud. Maybe you feel like, you know, sometimes I want to apply for something or sometimes I want to put myself up for an award or maybe sometimes I want to compete in something, but I'm afraid because I don't have what I think other people might have, right? I don't know how much education Susie, Mike, or whoever has. I don't know, you know, how much experience, you know, so-and-so has. And so you are afraid to put yourself up against these people. And now that we live in this world that is just like, your life is public, whether you're a public figure or not. If you have a social media account, your life is public. Every time you post something, that shit is public. It's open to people's opinions. It's open to people's um, ability to want to discuss things about your life, and they don't know shit about you. They don't know. Uh, they don't know anything except what you're posting. That's what. That's what people go on, and so, you know, it can cause people to be afraid of moving forward in their life because they feel like they're not good enough, like they're not worthy of it. Did I go through moments where I was like, do I deserve this? Do I deserve all this attention? Do I deserve for people to call me an expert? When people call me, um, you know, the godmother of this, or they say I'm like, you know, the, the expert in this field, I always pause on the inside, like on the inside, I get a little like, oh, you know, that's a lot of pressure to, you know, but I understand it. And I'm going to tell you why I understand it and why I've learned to sort of embrace it. And let me tell you something. Just because you guys see me on social media and you see my businesses and you see my life and you see the glow up and you see the this and the that, that doesn't mean that there aren't moments in my life, a lot of them, where, and, and maybe I just keep them private. I don't always share them with everybody, even my friends or my husband or whatever. I, you know, sometimes there are moments that you have quietly to yourself where you start to doubt yourself and, and you, you become fearful 
of, of the next step in your life. When I get called for an interview or somebody wants to, um, you know, send, send me to do an in, a live interview somewhere, my heart wants to literally like collapse. <laughs> like <laughs> I get so nervous, but I've learned that it's okay. It's okay to feel like you're not ready or prepared or to have moments of doubt and fear. And I said this last week and I pro- will probably say a lot. You'll hear me say this a lot is regardless of how much you're afraid, you have to move forward. So I am hoping that in these little steps that I, that I do, I do this even now, d- days ago, I have to sit down and remind myself because this isn't something that goes away. It might not ever go away. There are many celebrities that deal with this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read two quotes. One says, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, oh, they're going to find me out. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. And that was Maya Angelou. And then I read another one that said, sometimes I wake up in the morning before going off to a shoot and I think I can't do this. I'm a fraud. And that was Kate Winslet, one of my favorite actresses. The point is that everybody goes through this, no matter how popular, how big, how amazing they are. Everybody goes through points in their life where they go through doubt or fear. So Here's another example. People always have something to say in comments. They will slide into your messages <laughs> to say something to you. Um, for example, I'll post a video on how to do something, sewing related, obviously, right? So let's say I do a tutorial and I put it on YouTube. And somebody will slide into my message, and it's usually somebody who doesn't have a face or doesn't have a, a, an actual name or a link through a profile or something, and they'll tell me about how I'm teaching it wrong. And, you know, before I would be like, oh my God, you see, this is what I mean. I don't have formal education and this person must have gone to college or design school and they know something that I don't and I'm teaching people wrong and I would like cause myself to get all anxious about it. And now I'm like, I've learned over time to look at that, at that comment and be like, listen, I may not know things the way that you know things, but I'm sharing what works for me. And I'm sure that the thousands of people who have done that tutorial and successfully created or made something don't give two shits, okay, where I learned it. They don't care if I went to college or have a degree. They just care that I help them to make something. Now those things can cause you to not want to move forward and to feel like I'm not good enough to teach somebody because you're not doing it in whatever way other people think you should be. So how do you get over it, right? How do you get over it? Because nine times out of 10, the person who is saying something to you or making you feel inadequate about it are sitting at home not sharing their gift, okay? They're They're behind their computer somewhere, not sharing what they know and instead are holding on to it for dear life, but want to take a minute to tell you that you're doing something wrong. So here's, here's what's helped me. Okay. Here's what's helped me. And hopefully it will help you specifically the beautiful young lady who sent me that message. The first thing you need to do is remind yourself of your successes. It's really hard to internalize success, especially if it comes 
sort of out of nowhere, right? I created a blog. Next thing I know, the blog was blowing up. Next thing I know, I'm on TV. Next thing I know, I have my own business. Next thing I know, I have my own pattern lines. I'm licensing my names. I'm creating businesses. I'm speaking in, in front of you know an audience of 2,500 people. Like all of a sudden, right? This, this happens. So I have to stop and say, have I done something to get where I am? Did I do something? Yes. Yes, I did a lot. I did a lot of things to get me to where I'm going, to where I've been, to the things that I have done. It's easy to say, oh, well, I got lucky, right? It's easy and it's safe to say, oh, I got lucky and my blog just blew up. I just got lucky and my blog just blew up. Because then that you're allowing other people, right, to be like, oh, well, she didn't really do shit. It just, it was luck. No, it's not luck. I worked my ass off. When you realize that something is working, right? If you've done something, anything at all to contribute to your success, then own that. Own that success. If you, if there was an opportunity that came to you and you took full advantage of it, like I did, when I noticed my blog was something I was doing with the video tutorials was picking up steam, I took full advantage of that. I started doing do, uh, tutorials on YouTube before anybody was doing YouTube tutorials. I took advantage of it. Was that luck? No, it was me taking advantage of an opportunity, seeing it, working hard, staying up late, sacrificing time with my kids, with my family, sacrificing money, sacrificing my privacy, which was probably the hardest thing to do out of everything. Like if, if there's something that you have done and I guarantee you, if you're successful, there's something that you've done to contribute that and that you are currently doing and will continue to do to contribute to that own it. So whenever you start to feel that fear, just remind yourself, what have I done? And this is going to be part of your actionable to do, but write down anything that you can think of to remind yourself of why you are worthy of the opportunities that are coming your way. I'll elaborate, elaborate more on that when we get to the actionable to do. The second thing is you want to focus on your value. So whenever you start to feel afraid or an opportunities come to you and you're like, I'm not sure that I can do this. I'm not sure that, I, that I'm enough. I'm not sure that I'm, I'm worthy of whatever it is that's about to happen. Focus solely on the value. In every podcast episode where I've talked about my business or growing your business or growing your social media or growing whatever, I always talk about two things, being authentic and two is just be helpful. Okay. So when I say focus on the value is the fastest way for you to get over being or feeling like you're a fraud is to simply try to help someone else. Why are you doing it? Are you helping someone else? Are you genuinely providing help to someone, right? Did you manage to help somebody overcome something? Have you uh, taught somebody how to make something, design something, build something? Has anyone done something incredible or even not incredible? Maybe it was just, maybe they made a, a, a dinner from a recipe you posted. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they made a t-shirt from a video that you posted. Maybe they read a new book that you offered and then got some kind of, you know, enlightenment. I don't know. But whatever it is that you do, if you're doing it because you genuinely want to help people, then you're good, right? Remind yourself of the value that you are providing. 
The next thing, and this is going to sound funny, but it's pull out your happy file. So I have a friend <laughs> who has a happy shelf. And every time she puts something on it, she'll send me a picture. She just posted, uh, she just put on her happy shelf um, one of the favors from Norris and I's wedding. And she sent me a picture. And I always remember about her happy shelf because hers is a physical shelf where she puts all these things that make her smile, that she looks at and makes her happy. So I have a pull out your happy file, okay? And what I mean is if you come across an email that gets sent to you or a message or a comment that's posted about uh, how you have helped somebody or a comment about how you changed somebody's life or maybe, I don't know, maybe they just said something nice about your business or what you offer or a service you provided or maybe some kind words that you said to somebody that touched somebody or helped them. I take all those little messages, right? And I put them in a happy file. <laughs> I put them in a happy file because we live in a world where social media can be soul crushing, okay? Like somebody can come onto your business site or your Yelp or your comment section or whatever and leave a nasty message or not like something that you did because of whatever reason. And that could over time take a toll on you. And so I keep a happy file because whenever I'm feeling like I'm not enough or like I'm not doing enough or I feel like I'm going to be discovered all of a sudden that I don't have all this education and I'm a, I'm a fake, I'm a fraud. I start to, to feel that anxiety and I just look at my happy file and then I read these messages of people whose lives have been changed by something that I might have done or taught or said. And that, I'm telling you, will change your entire perspective. It sounds weird to keep a, a file of nice things that people say to you. But trust me, that shit works. Pull it out, read it, okay? When you find yourself in the, in the bed crying and eating Oreos and a half pint or a full pint of Ben and Jerry's, pull out that happy file and read it and remind yourself that you're successful because of the effort that you've put into the business or whatever it is that you're trying to do, that you add value to people's lives in whatever form that you do it, and that there are people that appreciate um, what you've done. And, and if you need to pull out that file and remind yourself, then remind yourself. Um, there's two things that I know for sure. You can't control other people or what they think. And you cannot convince everybody. So why even try? <laughs> you can't do it, right? You cannot convince people of whatever it is that, that you want them to know about you. People will like you and some people will not like you. Oh, well, right? The other thing that is important that I remind myself all the time about is that failing doesn't make you a fake, right? Failing is like, it's part of the game. Not everything I've done has been successful. I laugh when people be like, Mimi G, everything you turn, you touch turns to gold. Shit, I wish that was true. There are a lot of things that did not turn to gold, okay? Just because you guys don't know about them or they didn't even get to the point where I was even sharing it does not mean that everything I've ever done has been successful. Yes, I have had great successes, but I also have had failures. But in those failures, I've learned. And failing is just part of the game that we play. If you don't try, you don't grow. And if you don't grow, you don't learn, right? 
Failing is just one of the things that comes with the territory. And actually now when I fail, I take it as an opportunity to learn. I take it as an opportunity to see, okay, what didn't work? Why didn't it work? And how can I make it better? That doesn't make me a fraud because I didn't know everything I needed to know about whatever it was that I was trying to do. It just means it didn't work and that's okay. And then you just keep moving. The last one is, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. So, and I mentioned this earlier, nobody knows everything about everything. That's just, it's not even possible, okay? No one does. When I'm listed as an expert in a panel, <laughs> or when I'm, when I'm hired to be the keynote speaker at a, you know, at a huge conference somewhere, and, and I hear that word expert, I have to remind myself that I am, I, that I am an expert. First of all, I own it. I am an expert. I am an expert in what I know. I'm an expert in what I know. Do I know everything? No. But I am an expert in what I do know. So when I get asked a question about something that I do not know, I say, I don't know. <laughs> and let me tell you something. People will appreciate the fact that I don't know. <laughs> right? You're not going to know everything, even in your field, and that's okay. And people can relate and appreciate the fact that when you come across something or a question that is asked of you and you don't know, I simply say, you know what? I don't know that. Let me look it up for you, or let me send you to somebody who might know, because it's okay. Um, it's okay to not feel like you have, or it's okay to feel like you are an expert in only what you've been able to learn to this point. Maybe in a month or two or three months from now, I might be an expert in the question that you're asking me because I've now researched it, learned it, studied it, practiced it, you know, strategized, whatever. But in this current moment, I don't know. And that's okay not to know. Let me tell you something. Everybody has doubts and doubt comes with fear. But the best thing you can do the best thing that you can give the world is to move forward regardless of the doubts and the fear. Me moving forward, and I said this last week, me moving forward despite how many doubts and fears I have gives you permission. Let me say that again. Me having fears and doubts and moving past them anyway gives you permission to do it too. Because if you're sitting at home and you're like, oh, uh, I'm afraid to do this and or I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doubting myself in this area. And then you hear me say, hey, I'm scared too. I'm fearful too. I'm doubtful too. It gives you permission to move forward because I'm moving forward. So keep moving forward so that you can pay it forward right? Keep doing it regardless of how it is that you're feeling at the moment. And when you get to that place where you're feeling like, I'm not good enough, people are going to make fun of me, people are going to talk shit, uh, people are going to criticize me, just remind yourself of these five little things that I told you. Take a deep breath and keep moving forward. Because most people who have something to say are the people sitting at home not doing shit. Real talk. Okay. Actionable to do. How are you helping or being of service? If you're going through any of this on any level whatsoever, I want you to ask yourself some questions about what we've talked here and do it privately, obviously, but then make a list. I want you to make a list of your accomplishments. I want you to make a list of your skill set. I want you to make a list 
of anybody you have helped. I want you to keep uh, put together your happy file and then, and even list any unconventional training that you might have had, whatever you need to compile, okay, to make you feel better about your authority in your field or to help you take opportunities that are coming towards you, even though you don't feel prepared, this will help you. Compile all this information and when you start to feel that way, pull it out and read it. Read it out loud, stand in front of a mirror and read that shit over and over again until it's stuck in your head. And next week when somebody says something stupid again, okay, because it will happen, just remind yourself again, all right? That was part of my answering the question. (laughs) But Again, we do have an email segment. So if you have a question, send it to me at businessshit at gmail.com. Please remember that it's S-H-E-T at gmail.com. And I will try and answer at least one or two questions every episode. Also, um, last week I mentioned that Norris and I really, really want to start touring. Um, we want to do take business shit the podcast on the road, but we also want to do an in-person business shit workshop where I am helping you um, literally navigate where your business is, any business ideas that you have and how to make those come to flourishing. So if you want to, or are interested in those business shit workshops, please send an email again, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S-S-H-E-T at gmail.com so that I can start compiling where you guys are located. I'm getting a lot of emails from Atlanta and New York um, and surrounding areas. So email us. All right, guys, thank you for listening. And remember, in order for your business to succeed, it has to be the shit. It needs to solve a problem, help anyone or someone get past their current stage. It needs to earn respect and build trust. I'm out.